This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the Navy's effort to increase civilian workers at public shipyards seems to have been a success. Agencies get a little breathing room in coming up with the new hiring plans to comply with the Trump-era executive order. And though the worst is over, CISA wants agencies to keep their guard up after the solar winds breach. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. The Navy has gone a long way toward boosting the staffing levels at its publicly owned shipyards. The service now has 38,000 civilian maintenance workers on its payroll. That's 1,000 people above the hiring goal, officials set when they received new shipyard funding in 2017 and 10,000 more than a decade ago. Officials say they've also implemented new processes to train those new hires more quickly, including virtual learning tools and apprenticeship programs. The Marine Corps is changing its leave policy so that new mothers can take more time off to adjust. Marine Corps Commandant David Berger put out a new policy that encourages commanders to allow new mothers to use up to 60 days of sick leave after their maternity leave is exhausted. The change would allow women to take up to five months off. Berger has advocated offering a full year of maternity leave in the past. Service members might have a way to use tax-free funds for child care if a new bill makes it into law. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni reports. Senator Tim Kaine, along with Senators Tom Tillis and John Bozeman, are introducing a bill that would allow military families to reserve pre-tax dollars for out-of-pocket child care expenses. The plan would work much like a health savings account. The bill also takes aim at military spouse unemployment, an issue that's grown worse since the pandemic. The legislation amends the tax code to incentivize businesses to hire military spouses. The tax credit would be similar to one already in place to entice companies to hire veterans. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. And John Bozeman. A new watchdog report finds DOD's Oversight and Governance Office for Intelligence and Security Issues faces some serious challenges. The Government Accountability Office says the Undersecretary of Defense for Intelligence and Security is staffed almost entirely by temporary employees. More than half of them are contractors. GAO says the office also has not set clear expectations for the component it oversees. Agencies have more time now to develop skills-based assessments to screen and vet potential job candidates. They were initially supposed to develop a strategy for using skills-based assessments per a 2020 executive order from the previous administration. The Office of Personnel Management says it's evaluating its options for the order. OPM says agencies have expressed some concern about the EO's implementation. Agencies now have until the end of the year to develop new hiring assessments. OPM will provide hiring tools for agencies to use in the meantime. Federal employees now have more educational and training options at a lower price. More on that from Federal News Network's Nicole Ogrisco. The Office of Personnel Management added six new colleges and universities to the Federal Academic Alliance. The agreements allow federal employees to earn a degree at reduced tuition rates. Some programs offer scholarships, and some extend those benefits to employees' spouses and legal dependents. The programs focus on human resources, IT, acquisition, and other STEM fields, all mission-critical skills gaps in government. 20 
23 institutions are now part of the Federal Academic Alliance. Nicola Grisco, Federal News Network. The Veterans Affairs Department has spent about half of the nearly $20 billion it received through last year's Coronavirus Aid, Relief, and Economic Security Act. The vast majority paid for community care health services. 20% went toward staff overtime and employee bonuses and awards. VA's IT shop used $1 billion to add more bandwidth and expand its telework and telehealth capabilities. VA says it will use the remaining funds for COVID-19 testing and vaccine distribution. The department received another $17 billion back in March through the American Rescue Plan. The Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency wants to make sure other agencies don't let their guard down on Russian cyber threats. Federal News Network's Tom Temin has more. CISA joins with the FBI, the National Security Agency, and the United Kingdom's National Cybersecurity Center. They release a new joint advisory, the third so far, covering the TTPs, tactics, techniques, and procedures used by the Russian Foreign Intelligence Service, and a fact sheet summarizing the Russian agency's doings in the legendary SolarWinds compromise. The fact sheet includes a link to advice for what network defenders ought to do. I'm Tom Temin. The Department of Health and Human Services will be looking for a new CIO for the second time in nine months. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us why. Perrin Ashmore, the Chief Information Officer of the Department of Health and Human Services, is retiring at the end of May after more than 30 years of federal service. Multiple sources confirmed Ashmore made the announcement Thursday and that Janet Vogel, the HHS Chief Information Security Officer, will be acting CIO until the agency names a permanent technology leader. Ashmore has been serving in the CIO's role at HHS since August when Jose Arrieta left. Along with working at HHS, Ashmore worked at the FCC and at GSA. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. The long-anticipated solicitation for the CIO SP4 government-wide acquisition contract is one step away from release. NITAC says it expects to obtain the final signature from the HHS senior procurement executive this week and then release the request for proposals. NITAC expected to issue the RFP for this $40 billion GWAC in March, but an assortment of reasons, including the pandemic, caused the delay. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast, subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One and Apple Podcasts, and stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy 5 or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.